0: Welcome to Founders House. I'm your host, Milan Erhardt, and my guest today has worked at a number of incredible companies, including PayPal, Entrepreneur First, and Almost Founders. Now here's a quick disclaimer. This interview was recorded a little while ago, and a couple details have changed here and there. My guest has moved on to work with some amazing projects since our last chat. So please welcome my friend, Michelangelo. So what is it like interning at PayPal and how did you get it?
1: Yeah, so uh, my internship at PayPal, it was honestly quite random. Uh, And I'm going to be completely honest here. I won't say I I, uh, networked like crazy. I got... uh, I managed to succeed, part- I, very simply, I received an email from my university saying that there is a two weeks placement that was available uh, at PayPal. And I was like, oh, that, that sounds cool. It's PayPal, it's a good brand. But I had no plans to join PayPal. It's not like it was my dream company. It obviously it's a cool brand, but it's, it was nowhere near my plans. But I decided to shoot uh, shoot my application. It took like two minutes maximum. I wrote a few sentences uh CV I used the usual one just send it off and was lucky I was selected by this for two this two week placement which I then um undertook and during that two the two week placement through an organization called Workfinder um, which I recommend, but basically at the end of the, those two weeks, they the marketing team just asked me to stay at PayPal for the entire summer. So I just converted that placement into, into uh, a proper internship, which I uh, ended up enjoying and it was uh, a lot of fun.
0: So you are also a student partner at Entrepreneur First, which is a program that is funded or backed by Reid Hoffman, who's obviously the founder of LinkedIn. Could you just tell me a little bit more about it? Like what is it, what do you have to do there and how did you get involved? Because it sounds really, really crazy.
1: Yeah, they're they're of course. I'd be happy. No, they're uh, they're crazy. They're I love them. But basically, what entrepreneur first is, entrepreneur first wants to really revolution revolutionize the, the way startups are created. Uh, because what they do, uh, they're differentiate themselves from any sort of venture capital or a uh, business that invests in a sense. In in essence, what they do is very simply. They are a talent investor, so they go around. They look for the most talented and ambitious individuals in the in uh, across industries, and they pay them to be part of their program and found a startup for them. So you literally get paid to leave your job, quit your job, or whatever you're doing, university maybe even you quit it. And you join their program that lasts six months the first three months are to meet a co-founder with complementary skills so they really help you find a co-founder in their program uh, everybody there is obviously super talented. Uh, a lot of people with specific domain skills. A lot of people with technical expertise. Uh, a lot of people that are just catalysts, that are just great communicators. But essentially, what they do is they help you find a co-founder with complementary skills. They form you. Uh, they help you. They find. Uh, inv- uh, they also support you into uh, raising funds. Uh, they fund you themselves. Uh, Basically, it's it's a way, new, innovative way to found startups, and it starts with the investors rather than the company. And I really like that concept. So I applied for the position, and uh, we're working at Almost Founders. We're working with Entrepreneur First very closely, and it's been an amazing experience seeing all these absolutely fantastic people trying to build companies and iterating and pivoting and changing teams. It's just a crazy reality, which I recommend every aspiring entrepreneur to check out because it's something you do not want to miss out.
0: So let's talk about Almost Founders. Um, What are your plans with it? Is it just a podcast or are you going to be turning it into a big business? I I know you've got Waves as well, which is a product that you guys are are launching. Um, Yeah. Can you just tell me a little bit more about it?
1: Yeah, we have big news, big news. Um, no, the podcast is, is, it was our sort of MVP, to be honest. Uh, we value a lot our podcast. I think uh, we really like what we're doing with the podcast, but the goal with the podcast is to gather as much uh, user information as possible, as, as much data as possible about aspiring founders and student founders. What I mean by that is that we have a um, outreach process in place with ambassadors to reach out to students Uh, uh, to ask them to listen to the episode and give us feedback. So we're gathering as much feedback as possible about what aspiring founders want to hear about and from who. So we're really trying to nail down what is the most optimal educational process for aspiring founders. And the podcast was our MVP to do so. And we're still pushing it forward because it's growing and it's going well. However, the goal in the long term is really to try to um, form the next generation of founders. So we obviously cannot just do that through a podcast. So we're expanding into different products. And one of such is uh, Waves. So Waves wants to go against the general conception that larger communities are better communities. We do not believe that. We believe that better communities are, are determined by the quality of the relationships that you're able to build within those communities. So what we do at Waves is basically uh, we match you based uh, on different parameters that we're still testing because we're trying to nail down what's the best parameters to match you with other people with. But we will match you with 15 other aspiring founders that might be within your same industry or might have, you might have particularly good synergies. We believe you might have particularly good synergies with, but essentially we met you with 15 other aspiring founders. And after one month, we sending, we, we help you obviously to connect during this month. We help you, we schedule calls for you. We send in content. We get it as engaged as possible. After one month, we kill the group chat. So we destroy the relationship. No, not the relationship. Hopefully, they they stay friends afterwards. But we destroy the group chat, and then we ask them to be reshuffled into into new uh, new group chat. If you if you want, of course, if you wish. Um, but yeah, we're also trying to understand whether there is space. Uh, this is I shouldn't be talking about this, but. Uh, who cares? Uh, we're also trying to understand whether to respace for a B two B model of waves. Whether we can create communities uh, or close communities for other companies, like that want to keep engagement high for uh, their users, in the sense that. What if we could create communities about a specific Netflix show for Netflix, you know, of highly engaged individuals that then increase their chances to go back to Netflix to watch the following episode because their friends are talking about it. Now, this is just an idea. And obviously, Netflix is not (laughs) going to be our first client, but it's something that crossed our mind and that we're now testing.
0: Let's talk about mistakes. Have you made any like major blunders that you really um, like any sort of major learning curves that come to mind?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so many, so many. I think the whole process of funding as a company is realizing... Uh, and improving from the mistakes you've made. And this might sound like cliche and your brain might be, might be disconnecting if you're listening right now, but do not disconnect. Listen to what I'm saying. Every in, in, it's, it's literally a scientific process. And when I first started Almost Founders, I thought, oh, entrepreneurship is a bit more of an art, right? And maybe it is to some extent. However, uh, the lean startup methodology suggests that Uh, you should do multiple tests as quickly as possible and gather feedback from those tests to iterate and change your product. So, um, and that is an approach that we're currently using. And at the beginning, I wasn't really fully pro that approach. I was more of a Steve Jobs kind of guy that was hoping, you know, we have the big vision and we're just going to create a product that everybody loves. Uh, But I was quick to realize it's much harder than that. And following processes, sometimes uh, it makes much more sense. Um, because also believing that Apple, uh, didn't have customer, uh, testing processes, is just naive. Maybe they didn't talk about it or they did, but, um, it's just naive. So, uh, have processes in place and setting up systems that allow you to focus on the things that actually matter is crucial. So big mistake of mine was believing that I knew it all and that, uh, we were going to do great without any need for early stage testing or thrive, or really talking to our customers. I, it's, it's a bit, um, being arrogant. That was my biggest mistake early on. And I think I still have that. I think it's something within uh, each, each founder, no, or most founders probably. Uh, but it's something that we we have to let go to uh, build uh, the greatest possible products.
0: I mean, you said that you've got a community of 600 aspiring founders. So what sort of advice would you give to someone like me who is, who's just started? Like, how can I actually grow my community?
1: through waves. No, I know I'm joking, but you could, you could set up uh, uh, your, your podcast wave. But, um, so obviously there is many ways to grow a community. I we've seen that word of mouth is so powerful, uh, in the sense that if you, if you make some of your community members happy and you create a relationship with them and you, they believe in your mission they'll vouch for you if you, if you ask them to. Uh, it's difficult to do it uh, independently and automatically, but ask your people that you're curr- they're currently supporting you to help you, to support you, vouch for you, and ask, f- ask them to find other people and spread the word about you. Um, that was our starting point and it was very helpful. Like We had all of our friends supporting us here from our university. We had um, their network supporting us, engaging with their content and finding out more um so connecting with the community is the best way to grow the community from what I, uh, from our my personal experience so engaging with the community that you already have to have them become evangelists uh especially in the early stage because chances that you'll end up on someone's feeds and they learn about you yeah that's possible but it's probably a minority of people so most people will actually learn and 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 become fan of yours through other people that are currently listening to your podcast but that's a personal view on it um so that's my recommendation but it's not a, a a fact per se
0: well what do you see yourself doing in the future like do you think you're always going to be involved in tech or starting up your own companies or do you think you're going to go more into a corporate sort of route like where do you actually see yourself going
1: no i think no I, if i if i might if i ever go down the corporate road is just to gather um it's just, it would just be to gather information about a specific industry that I'm interested in. So if you see me in a corporate role, it's because I'm studying the environment to be able to build the perfect startup. Not the perfect startup, but the best startup that I can build. So uh, I'm very interested in... Yeah, and into, it's, it's,
0: it's great for networking.
1: Yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's that's for sure. And you can find great people, great co-founders, potential investors as well, especially if you're a large corporation. But... The fact is that uh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to really, I think it's the, it's the mean that would allow me to have the largest impact of the, on the world at the current moment in time. I think I won't accomplish as much if I go into a corporate environment for, my, for the rest of my life. So uh, yes, definitely I want to found startups, especially in the entertainment industry, because that's where my passion is. entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing acting since I was a kid. No way. Uh, so I got very passionate about it. Uh, yeah, about entertainment and um, the whole movie world. Uh, not necessarily just movies, but uh, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. I'm currently writing my dissertation on how AI, how future AI might, um, might uh, affect the uh, movie industry positively rather than negatively. So that's my passion topic. And I really, really want to see uh, disruption in that, uh, in that environment.
0: So I always ask my guests um, if they have any advice for students or anyone really who's looking to start up their own company. So what sort of advice do you have to someone like someone who's leaving university this year or next year or something and who's wanting to start up their own project? What sort of advice do you have to them?
1: Yeah, I think the most important thing is really to get out there as soon as possible. And what I mean by that is start doing, do not keep waiting. The biggest barrier between someone who starts something and someone who doesn't is actually starting it. Just put, start working on it, talk to people, get out there because staying in the bubble is something, staying in your own bubble is something that we've seen so many times. Smart and ambitious uh, aspiring founders that just do not actually found anything, and I'm not saying just throw yourself into the first project uh, that you think could be cool, but maybe the second, I mean, is just get yourself out there, start working on stuff, start talking to people about your entrepreneurship ambitions, uh, because otherwise nobody else will do it for you. So just start doing as soon as possible and getting engaged within the communities that you believe could help you. And one of such is just very simply Almost Founders, and this is an unashamed plug, but one of the best ways to start, um, getting serious about entrepreneurship or a possible startups is to get, um, around people that are also interested in starting their own startup and get influenced by them.
0: Great advice. Thank you so much. That's going to be really, really valuable to people. So yeah, I like to keep these reasonably short. Um, so yeah, man, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. We should stay in touch.
1: Thank you, Milan, for the great interview. I really enjoyed talking to you and uh, listen to his podcast. He's throwing very good content out there. Uh, so thank you so much for having me on and I hope it was somewhat helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. No, but it, it definitely was. Thanks, man. Cheers.
1: Great, great. Good to hear. Cool. Then uh, I'll talk to you and let me know if I if I can help you with anything. More than happy to help. Yeah, great, great interview and uh, have a great rest <laughs> of the day. <laughs> Bye-bye, man.
0: Thank you, man. See you. Cheers. Huge, huge thanks to Michelangelo for joining me here on the Founders House podcast. If you haven't done so already, please smash the follow button on Apple Music or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this on. I'm your host, Milan Hart. I'll see you next time.